Hi everybody and welcome to another episode of Turning the Page podcast. So good to be with you again. One of the ways in which I um, create my my blog posts and so on is that someone might send me an email with a question or I or in the email that people send me it sparks a thought and this particular podcast or blog post came from uh, one of those interactions and the person said what is my purpose here I don't think I've got any purpose in life what does God want me to do and it sparked a lot of thinking in my mind about simple things that we are called to do or we God would want us to do and recently I was um, caught by surprise actually when a friend of mine uh, asked me to pray for them uh, and I listened to the struggle that they were, they were facing and felt a real privilege just to listen to their coalface experience that, the, that they were inviting me into and I held them and I prayed for them and later on they said it made quite a difference and in a sense I co-created with them and what a privilege it is to co-create with people and with God and we use the word co-create sparingly and I don't think anybody really says it very often do they but it means working with someone to create something so there is an invitation to partnership. Let's let's do this together. Let's build something together. And for this particular person that emailed me, the question was, why won't God let me die? And my immediate first impression, my first thought was about their pain, was that God needed them for something. You've got to ask, why would God need us? You know, the God of infinite power that can basically speak a universe <laughs> into existence. Surely God doesn't need us. But I believe God does need us. And there is an invitation to co-create. Look, I look at the garden outside here and I see a rose I planted years ago. And it's flowering now with generous white blooms. I feed it. Um, I prune it, I water it, yet I do not control this beauty. I have limited power over its glory. Uh, it'll most likely be here in 50 years' time when I'm longer, uh, blessing somebody else. And they'll think, I wonder who planted that? Who cared for it? Uh, but I am co-creating with God for future generations' enjoyment. I am simply a steward of the now for the hope of the future. The early church leaders, Paul and Apollos, were co-creators with God. Uh, Paul co-creates words in a letter to his friends in the city of Corinth. He says this, What then is Apollos? What is Paul? Servants through whom you came to believe, as the Lord assigned to each. I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, <clears throat> but God, only God who gives the growth. 
The one who plants and the one who waters have a common purpose, and each will receive wages according to the labour of each. For we are God's servants, working together, co-creating. <laughs> you are God's field, God's building. 1 Corinthians 3, 5-9 Paul could see him and Apollo working together as God's servants to co-create God's field, God's building. Look, I don't think Paul was suicidal, but I do believe Paul desired to be somewhere else, and that somewhere else was to be with Christ. In Philippians, he says, If I am to live in the flesh, that means fruitful labor for me. And I don't, don't know what, which I prefer. I'm hard-pressed between the two. My desire is to depart to be with Christ, for that is far better. But to remain in the flesh is more necessary for you. Since I am convinced of this, I know that I will remain and continue with all of you for your progress in joy and faith, so that I may share abundantly in your boasting in Christ Jesus when I come to you again. Philippians 1, 22-26 Look, I believe Paul carry a heavy, heavy load of shame and guilt for how he had treated the early church. It was his thorn in the flesh. But God had not finished with him yet and desired to co-create with him. And if you look in the show notes, there's a link to a post that I wrote called Paul's Thorn in the Flesh and its meaning for you. This co-creating was fruitful labor that held him firm. And just thinking about now that his his desire to co-create um, meant all these letters and writings that we can read and um, <clears throat> and learn from. Those times when he was able to co-create with God and others and see something good growing from a seed into a flourishing rosebush, filling God's world with beauty. We co-create when we lofo. <laughs> and act on them. So what is LOFO? L-O-F-O. It is an acronym for Look Out for Opportunities. It's straightforward. We look for opportunities to co-create with God. Little things. It's picking up a piece of rubbish and putting it in a bin. Patting someone on the back and saying, well done. Changing someone's flat tire. <laughs> Sowing some seed. Buying a friend of coffee. Sharing a photograph you have taken of a little bird to the world via social media. And I follow someone who's actually a subscriber here on Turning the Page that does just that. And she does beautiful photos. Uh, adding a dollar into the church's collection plate. It might be adding a dollar into Turning the Page's collection plate. Uh, sweeping the floor. Mowing your neighbor's lawn. Sharing your thoughts through a blog post. Look, the list could go on forever and ever, but it's little things done with love help co-create this world. It's the antidote to suicidal thinking. It's the thinking that this world was created out of and for self-giving love. Here's some quotes to think about. Not all of us can do great things, but we can do small things with great love. Mother Teresa Christ has no body now but yours, no hands, no feet on earth but yours. Yours are the eyes through which he looks, compassion on this world. 
Yours are the feet with which he walks to do good. Yours are the hands through which he blesses all the world. Yours are the hands, yours are the feet, yours are the eyes, you are his body. Christ has no body now on earth but yours. Teresa of Avila Hope begins in the dark, the stubborn hope that if you just show up and try to do the right thing, the dawn will come. You wait and watch and work. You don't give up. Anne Lamott Nothing digs ditches like shovelfuls of dirt. Rickheads, I like that one. Faith is not the clinging to a shrine, but an endless pilgrimage of the heart. Joshua Heschel Faith is not the opposite of doubt. Faith is the opposite of certitude. Well, you don't need to be certain to be happy. If you can't go there, you'll never be happy because you'll never get logical certitude. If you're waiting for 100% certitude, you're never going to be happy. Richard Raw. To accept some degree of meaninglessness is our final and full act of faith that God is still good and still in control. Richard Raw. Here's some questions. Number one, how does it feel to be a co-creator with God? Two, how can you incorporate LOFO looking out for opportunities into your daily life. We're just talking about little things. Number three, what does fruitful living look like for you? Thanks for listening. Uh, I would love to hear some comments from you, so maybe in the show notes or send me an email um, about how you co-create with God. Um, how you, what's a little lofo a little lookout for opportunities that you can do right now. It could just be picking up a piece of rubbish and putting it in the bin. It could be saying hello to a stranger. Little opportunities for you to create, co-create with God. Hey, send me an email, leave a comment in the bottom. Um, just love to hear from my listeners and readers. And, um, and if you want to help me co-create and give a little donation, uh, just go to, there's a link down in the, in the show notes below, and I appreciate every little lofo you can give. <laughs> okay, until next week, or till next podcast, look out for lofos. Bye. <laughs>